Welcome to WebmasterRadio.fm's exclusive coverage of the Miami Book Fair International. For more information, log on to MiamiBookFair.com. Susanna Charlson, she is a New York Times bestselling author, and she has um, not only a search and rescue dog, but this is something that she does, and she's written this beautiful book that is like a pet, a, a someone who loves to read and loves pets. This is like the best book ever. I know. It's already getting my heart a little bit able to read. It's so cute. Because it's, there's mystery. You laugh, you cry. It's better than cats. It really is. <laughs> um, but um, let's welcome our guest, Susanna Charlson. Thank you so much for coming um, on our show today and joining us. We're so excited to have you. Well, I'm delighted to be here. Thanks for having me. You bet. So tell us a little bit about your career and then what led you to to write this, or you've written a couple books now. So what has led you to become a writer? Well, um, I've, I've actually been a writer longer than I have been in Search and Rescue. Oh. I, I, I actually started writing professionally back in the 80s, but I was, I was typically writing short form. So I was doing a lot of, you know, magazine pieces and doing a lot for radio, actually. But, you know, radio. It was short. These were short pieces, PSAs, and, and sometimes little editorial things and reviews and that kind of thing. But uh, my heart has always been at the keyboard to some degree. And when I began working search, now I, my search career really started for missing persons and started with a search and rescue dog for missing persons. And, and she was the subject of my first book, Scent of the Missing. Uh, a golden retriever named Puzzle. Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew the minute that I started working search, especially working beside that remarkable dog, that... All right, so you were talking about how Puzzle showed that you pretty much think that Puzzle showed Ace what you guys were doing, which I think is it's the first time I ever witnessed that was at my rescue farm. And at my rescue farm, I also board dogs. And I would watch my dogs kind of all take on roles and teach other dogs things like how to go in through the doggy door and how to bark when someone comes to the door, (laughs) which everyone always laughs because the new dog is always quiet for about a week. And they're, you know, they're like, what's the ruckus when everybody starts barking? And then I go, yeah, wait a week and she'll be joining in. Yep, it's (laughs) a mine. It's such a pack mentality, and I love. They are so eager to learn what gets your attention, you know, so they do watch what the other dogs do, or, of course, if they want to be inside and they're outside and they watch everyone go through a hole in the wall, they're going to do it, too, just because they see the others (laughs) doing it. Yes. So I love that mentality that Puzzle probably introduced it to Ace, and then you taught, and now it's the best dog ever. And I feel like, you know, these rescue dogs, they know. They're so grateful, and they want to please, and they're eager to please and do what you want, and they really watch your behavior. So I love that. Dogs are so much better than people. (laughs) (laughs) I need need a boyfriend who does that. (laughs) Watches for what I need. (laughs) Well, and you know, the thing I think that was interesting that Ace taught me was he had, when he was lost, from what I could trace of his backstory, which is also um, in the course of the book, 
he had survived on his own for probably five or six months. I got wow. some eyewitness accounts from the neighborhood of sightings of him living in a drainage ditch near uh, the picnic grounds of a park. So he was foraging, he was living through bad weather, he was being attacked by animals, he was living in a drainage ditch. Wow. Horrible circumstances, so it's no surprise he, he ended up in the shelter in as bad shape as he did, but I am convinced that that resourcefulness that he had to bring forward just to survive, I think that's what makes him a good search dog. Yeah, he's very clever about negotiating space and figuring out how to get to where he needs to be, you know, to find what he needs to find. And I think, I, I think his hard life actually brought that out of him, and uh, and he and he uses it to very good skill now. That's that is so cool. That is so cool. And so similar to us, I mean, like we always talk about people who have to fight to get to a certain point are the ones who figure that door closes i know there's a window open yes. it's it's so cool to see that in dogs i love that yes yep. the do. other thing i loved about your book is that you literally have a practical list in the back on um basically a checklist for if somebody loses their pet what are some of the top tips you can give our listeners for what to do or how to be prepared for if you do end up losing your pet well, you know, you, you mentioned something that I think is important, and that is preparation. Uh, and there are things that you can do that help either lessen the chance that you're going to lose a pet or certainly put you in the right place if it happens so that you've got what you need to hand. And so uh, the very first thing I think in terms of preparation is, is prevention. And so, you know, I, I, I have what I call the rule of two. And that means there's always two kinds of barricades between my dogs and looseness <laughs> or, or escape. So I not only have a latch on my gate, I have a lock on my gate. If I have a contractor in an area that's normally locked that the dogs are in, my dogs are in the house behind not one, but two doors. So they're behind the door to the house and then they're in a room behind a door. If I have contractors in the house, I double that. So I'll put the animals in a bathroom, in a bedroom, both doors huh. shut, right? right? Uh, and, and so I, I just believe in layering that level of, of protection because the truth is your guests don't know the routine Kids running through the house with your kids don't know the routine. Contractors absolutely don't know the routine. And what I do find is that contractors are busy focusing on their job and they are not thinking about shutting doors and gates. We just we just had that happen right. about a week ago. We had a, a stove delivered. And I said, I need to make sure that front door stays closed because I do have a cat in the house and she's spooked and she runs low and you might not see her if she shot out the door. And sure enough, you know, every time, nice guy, but every time he went out, I'd hear the little door go bam, you know, and and um, and it was because it wasn't latching and it was just right. like, right. so that's one thing. But I think in terms of being prepared in case your animal, your pet gets lost, there's um, there are three things you want to do right away. And that is, first of all, it's great to have on hand sign making materials and it doesn't take much. You can use five old campaign signs, uh, get five old campaign signs, have five pieces of neon poster board and one of those super fat permanent markers. 
that and then maybe a roll of clear packing tape, that's all you need. Because one thing we know is that getting signs out quickly is still, even in the age of social media, still the most effective way to get an animal home is right. signs. Because you're in your neighborhood, you're staying in they're, your neighborhood. Right, they're in your neighborhood and they don't have to be connected to the same social media that you are. Right. So the animal is missing. Right. And so anybody can see it, you know, which is great. Even people passing through town who might pass your dog. Uh, and how do we find out more information about you? What's your, do you have a website people could go to to find out more information? I do, I do. SusannaCharlson.com is certainly the place to go that's uh, got a great deal of information. And then for the, sort of just the day-to-day -day buzz of things that are going on in my life or with the dogs or uh, with searches and, and, and finds or some of the new rescues that have come into the house, I also have a Facebook page. Wonderful. And it is um, Susanna Charlson Author. And it, it'll, it'll come up and it'll say Susanna Charlson Writes if you if you bring that up but uh that's where i i do the most real-time posting because that's where people typically go just to go where are you going next right what's up awesome well we will be sure to share that with our listeners thank you so much for joining yeah, us thank today. you and you guys can also find more information at miamibookfair.com and, and that's Susanna spelled s-u-s-a-n-n-a-h charlson with no t no tea. No I got tea. you. <laughs> thank you so much. Please keep in touch. Thank you. And thank you. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.